How are we all doing, everybody? Welcome back to our Royal Mess. Welcome back to the Sean Atwood channel, and thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm here, of course, with our awesome panel, Paula and P. Dinah and Michelle. We're all here to give you some daily, well, not daily, that's, uh, that's uh, Michelle's channel, give you some weekly updates on the Royal Oh, oh we've, got a, we've got a canine on, on guard duty here. Um, and we're, before we dive into the Royal stuff, we've all sort of been affected in one way or another by... Um, a particular movie that has been released and we're going to just dedicate some of our time to talk about this movie promote its message and hopefully let a few of you guys out there who maybe don't know or have been living under a rock since the fourth of july um give you a little bit of insight into what this is about but before we dive into that we're going to just say hello to all of our wonderful panel members and paula how are you what's been happening let's let's hear how your week's been come on it's been wonderful. We had a little earthquake 6.1, which was fun. Yeah. But it, I mean, to me, you know, if it goes more than 30 seconds, I might consider getting out of bed. <laughs> City, City, oh my God, it was her first. She lost oh, man. Yeah. it. She lost it. I mean, this little puppy so ran how, like how so shaky, much depended on it. Huh? How shaky is a 6.2? That's a big one. 6.1 yeah 6.2 but no that's not a big one i mean when you get about 7.4 you know i mean the house rocks a bit you know back yeah. and forth but it's fun you know you, you, you know you count to see how many seconds okay it's fun. You count. <laughs> yeah i think i think your mind would be different if you were on the 75th floor of an office building so yeah i told my son because you know he's in toronto and i said never go above the 10th floor and yeah. stuff. I, Never. I, I it's good advice for anyone you know what i'm saying we, we live in this weird world where it's appropriate to just stack humans in concrete boxes like rats on top of each other i will say that the best place to be in the middle of an earthquake would just be a field i mean that would be my number one place camping in a field in a tent mm -hmm. 6.2 no problem 75th floor is a whole different day out yeah 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 you can't get down the elevators don't work you know it's it's yeah. that's that's fucking, who's going to the elevators paula you don't go to the elevator no not to the elevator just the quickest fucking staircase uh, what i'm saying like if you're 70 or 54 like me there's no way i'm no making way it on down 71 flights of stairs no, i'm gonna try to stay up there you know what i mean I'd, I'd be out the fucking window, man. I'd be like, Do you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm going my way. I'm taking, I'm making the decision myself. Uh, so anyway, that's scary, but at least you're okay and uh, your dog will too. And Michelle, how, how's your week been? How, other than buying a new microphone, which we've had tragic uh, technical issues with at the start of this, but it's okay. We'll get it fixed. We'll fix it for next week. Don't worry. We got this. We got this. How's your week been? Good. Really good. I got my new merch, my Royal Daily Tea merch. So my friend and I have been this for two weeks for my little logo. And yeah. little Royal Daily Tea spilling it. So nice. I got the merch. And um, yeah, I've just been really busy and trying to work on a new series for my other channel. I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do because, nice. you know, Sherry and Megan keep me pretty busy. Yeah, I bet they do, yeah. But yeah. I, I, I need a palette cleanser. Yeah. So Okay, Yara. I accept invitations about speaking about the royal Spanish family. I accept invitations. Well, listen, that would be that would be. I think it would be really, really interesting. I think it's interesting because I think uh, Paula, you and I did a live stream last week that then got removed from the internet. Um, uh, all about uh, true crime. 
Yeah, Job, Jobinet Renzi. And of course, Paula on true, true form. Just her. I just want to say if you ever go into a situation where you think you're going to change Paula's mind, if anyone actually manages to change Paula's mind on anything, can you give me a fucking call and tell me how you did that, please? Because my Dana work. Dana does that on a regular basis. <laughs> not publicly on live streams, I bet. In the back room, she might be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I see your point. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Dana oh. changes my mind right in front of everybody. <laughs> I don't believe that shit. You're, I'm not, I'll believe it when I see it, Paula. I'll believe it when I see it. But it was really interesting because Paula brought a lot of things to light that really painted a, a, a crazy picture. And I, I don't know why we're talking about it because none of you can go and watch it because it's been removed. So that was a moment in history that if you were there, I hope you enjoyed. And now, P. Dinah, how are you doing this week? What I'm happen? doing great. I am just trying to stay cool. It's so hot. Yeah. This weather is crazy right now. It's yeah. just, oh, yes, I have mine too. Oh, hell yeah. England. And um, I love it how I get I get postcards from people when they're on vacation. Isn't that just so nice? Where, nice. Why do they have your address? Well, you they have my address for Pedina. Oh, your, oh, your P.O. box. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay, oh. that's fine. Yeah, okay. It's nice to know that some YouTubers have common sense and are just like, here's my <laughs> Just go send me some stuff. I need to get a fan too. Michelle, we need to get fans for next week. In fact, we need to get better fans than they have. Okay, we need to get fancier fans than they have. Okay. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I employ all of you to go and buy fans and we'll eventually get an Instagram or something for the show and you can start posting all the yeah. crap we tell you to go and buy to be part of this. Um, and yeah, listen, I've had a terrible week. I've got a, a broken a tooth in half at the gum line. I got an abscess. I've spent two days completely out my face on painkillers had a one of the most relaxing times of my, it was completely a waste of time i mean obviously i was in pain I, I had to write it out i got nothing done man how anybody can do anything Richard, when they're right. doing <laughs> i just don't get it the most demotivating thing i've ever done in my life but at least now i can talk a little bit because yeah. I, I was very like at the start of the week but we're doing it now <laughs> Before the ladies start tackling the royal topics of this week, we want to just dive into the story of Tim Ballard. We're going to touch on the movie A Sound of Freedom um, in a very dulled down way because YouTube requires that now. But the, when, we, when we were joining and we were just talking before we started recording, um, myself and the panel members were, were just talking about how it's affected us. I seen the movie the other day. Whether you've seen it or not, I implore you to go and see it. And for me, the, the conspiracy that has been around AMC cinemas. The CEO of AMC was a former cabinet advisor to the Clinton establishment in the White House. And AMC is the only cinema where we've seen faults, we've seen equipment being failed, we've seen tickets being refunded, all for this one movie. Now, this movie beat Indiana Jones on July 4th opening with very restricted advertising and marketing budget and only one production company that was willing to take it on. Very interesting when you see that Netflix jumped through hoops to have cuties on their platform, which is at the other end of this argument in the spectrum. For those of you who don't know me, and you know me as the, the guy that tries to pretend he knows what he's talking about in a royal mess, I've spent seven years being an investigative journalism, a journalism, <laughs> investigative journalist, uh, diving into organizations that transport people and profit from horrible things being done to children and then recorded. I've done that for, 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 for years. We've had uh, successful cases where organizations have been shut down, children have been freed, people have been jailed, all that good stuff. But all of it was through child modeling agencies. 
every single case. Every single case was a surface website that looked like a normal agency in Yugoslavia, in the Ukraine. And under closer investigation, we found dark websites that were uh, parent companies to these sites that facilitated the moving of humans from one place to another. And that case was huge and it's real. And I've done it twice and it's shocking and it's a reality. So Paula, let's let's hear from you first. And again, viewers, I'm gonna turn my camera off here because I'm gonna get triggered and I'm gonna be chain smoking. So yeah, Paula, tell us how it's affected you. Well, for me, you guys know that I have a little school. I mean, I, I, I don't like to say I have, but I, I, you know, that there's a little school that I, that I, that I help and I run and it's, with children that are extremely poor. And when I say poor, and I've said this before, I don't mean they don't have the latest iPhone, you know? So these children, their only meals they get is when they come to the school, which is an incentive. This is why for me, it's very important to have food for them because otherwise they wouldn't eat. Um, the only clothes oh, they have are oh, the uniforms. Can, can you put this in perspective in a way? That yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to get, can, yeah. can you tell Roberto's story? Right, just to put into perspective what okay. you're talking about here. Well, because for example, yeah, one of the kids' mothers, one of the kids' mothers, um, she was killed by one of her by her partner. She lived and uh, they they get these posts, right, uh, uh, wooden things, and they have plastic all over the place. You know, like plastic plastic bags. That's those are the walls and the roof. Four posts with plastic and bags wrapped around it as yeah. the home just to put in no, no 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 floor like just no 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 we're, so when we talk about when paula says poor okay and i've said this before we're not talking oh i work at walmart and i can't afford a holiday this year poor we're talking about your your house is four sticks and some saran wrap okay yeah now, and also when paul says paul says a little school a little school would be 20 kids paula you've got like 150 kids you look after you undersell your courageous venture into this every time we talk about it you are an incredible woman and no, I, I, just, no, people, I mean not not me i think yeah. the kids are because those kids put themselves in 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 a lot of harm yeah, and they're really willing to learn and they go through a lot you paula if you huh? weren't there paula and people like you were not there those kids would be in a different situation don't undersell just how amazing a person you are and um, well, thank you, thank so you. Ca carry on with roberta's story well, so anyway so the thing is that the mother uh was in a very abusive relationship these people tend to be in very abusive relationships and latin american countries for those for those who are from latin america you know what i'm talking about when i talk about machismo or machista which means that the man is always right yeah but when when you're poor in a third world country, it really sucks. So most of these people that they're born, they don't have an ID because they don't know who their parents are. They, they probably left them somewhere and then they get raised by people. So we didn't know where the mother was from. Anyways, we tried to give her um, refuge at the school because she was in this very abusive relationship, right? So what happened is thankfully, while he wasn't in, in the classroom, uh, his mother got killed. I mean, I'm not saying that it's thankfully that she got killed, but I'm saying that he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and they saw who it was because of course, you know, it's, I mean, there was, so the, we couldn't get her um, a coffin because usually here, they, when you're that poor, you get a coffin from city hall. But the problem is that you need to have an ID. You, there's need to be a record of you existing, right? So this woman, 
um, actually, she was in one of my video guys. Remember when I did the hair thing? For those of you who actually follow me, you remember I did a video and I did a series of videos where I included these girls that I was teaching how to do hairstyles and stuff. One of them is the mother of this kid who's no longer with us. So, and, and, and the problem is that they don't have IDs. They're, they are put in high risk situations when they come to to the school you know which is yeah. one thing i'm trying to do which is build a, a room with beds and a bathroom yeah. so they can come in refuge there because most of these women don't but from the age of four or five all they know is is um already an abuse of abuse and for it, them it's, it's just normal that's what i was going to say is it's the the social conditioning of this masculinity that only is allowed to exist in places where women's rights are so through the floor that it wouldn't matter if you were getting slapped about by your husband because who gives a shit? Do you know what I mean? You're a but it's also dude. cultural. Let me tell you because, for example, I'm, these women, you know what they tell me? Oh, she actually would tell me, oh, but he only hits me because he loves me and he's trying to correct my behavior. And I'm like, yeah, a lot of us are sitting here cringing at that because it's so backwards. It's so 200 years ago in a, in, a, in a normal society. The point that I was trying to make with this story is you have a woman living in a house made out of saran wrap, unreg unregistered, her kids, you know, she's, she's then beaten to death publicly and her child is left, okay? So just try and put into that level of poverty where you have a child whose mother has passed away and this kid... Can't, the government's not going to do anything because he's not registered. He's not got a, a certificate. And you're in this perpetual cycle now where if people like Paula didn't step in, that kid would have been snatched off the streets, yep. living in a fucking cave. What most of them do. No, they, they sell themselves. They, you, you see them. Actually, I'm, I am going to record them uh, because all you have to do is go and drive around here. You record them. They're out on the streets and the traffic lights at I night. I suggest strongly... You do not do that because <laughs> the reason that I'm saying that is they'll come and they'll put a bullet in your head. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's ways of putting that out there, Paula, that you film, but it has no tie back to Paula M. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll discuss that because if you're yeah, willing but it's to terrible. That, the, the point that I was going to this girl, you guys, if you go back and see those videos, you'll see how young she is. Yeah. This girl had been in this cycle since the age of three. And that's, that's the sad thing. When we look at impoverished nations and we look at um, how quickly some kids turn or are forced into uh, survival in a lot of cases, um, we're not talking about, oh, you know, I can afford this lovely three-bedroom house, but I'm just going to send my six-year-old out to sell themselves. In some cases, it's the six-year-old has no one, has nothing, okay? And can't read, can't write, can't tie a shoelace. Okay, and when we add in the factor of how easy it is to manipulate a child and all the rest of it, it's a dire, dire circumstance. So, Paula. Yeah, and, and the thing is that you have very powerful people because I see a lot of foreigners who come here. There's a lot of foreigners who come here and they go, get to these children because they know that these children yeah. are that poor. I even seen very, very you know, powerful politicians come here to this country and I've seen them in action. And it's like because they they these children are not considered important. They're not, you know, it's just that third world. They are considered in the same way. They are considered in the same way as you consider the well-being of that plant pot behind you. 
Paula, with your plan. People might care more about it. The environmentalists might care more about that. That's exactly what I'm saying. These kids, and genuinely, it's a sickening reality. They're just a commodity. Okay, we're talking about so many links in a chain where you've got certain level of the chain there's plausible deniability you've got a guy in a taxi who drives around the city who then calls the modeling agency and says oh i've just dropped a family off at this hotel a uh, nice little blonde girl you could go and recruit them plausible deniability for them is well just a modeling agency isn't it and by having that plausible deniability in a lot of the in the initial section of the recruitment chain of transporting human beings they keep themselves under the radar a lot better than somebody who is knowingly doing a horrendous crime. Now, Paula, let's just each take a, a few minutes. We'll start, we'll just let you carry on, Paula. Did you see yeah, the movie? So, was, so for me, it's very important. For me, it's very important that this, this is, a, I find, a courageous film yeah. because I know, I know, I know many people, myself included, you know, I, I usually cringe when, because we don't want to see those levels of suffering or, you know, this is something that is, is so harsh. Yeah. To, for me, anyways. To Do you know how I describe it, Paul? This subject for most people is like when you put your hand over a flame. Your brain pulls your hand back to keep you safe. And your brain does that with information and surroundings and environments as well. You get, oh, I need, oh, I've got a weird feeling. I need to get out of here. We all have that in us. And the majority of people, just the tip of the iceberg on this subject is too much. You know, yeah. when you start learning about women going on the internet to find a man so that they can have a baby to then share with other people, you realize how disgusting the pie chart of these individuals is. Now, listen, ladies, I'm not going to go on a, one of my regular Ron rants and destroy your faith in humanity. We'll save that for another day. Already Michelle is like, oh, my God, I just cannot do it. <laughs> uh, no, like, it's not that I don't listen. It's just... It's shocking, Michelle. You are listening. You don't want to live in a world where that exists, but unfortunately it does. And that's why I think it's important for people like Paula, because she lives on the other side of the world. She sees it. I don't see it. So for yep. me, it's very easy to go around. Like when I go to the grocery store, I don't think about the meat that I'm buying. I don't watch right. what happened, because if I saw it happen, I would be a vegetarian. Because I love animals, but I eat meat. You know what I'm saying? So we walk. I, mindset. I think you've, you've missold yourself a little bit there, because what? you wouldn't go looking to have this proved to you. It's different with animals. But I get, I get your point, because who the hell wants to know the truth who wants to know the truth and it's scary but it's but the problem is everyone needs to know the truth everyone needs to be held by the back of the head by the scruff of their hair and forced to realize how bad this is because if you as a viewer think oh i can't handle this how do you think the children in the shipping containers watching their brothers their sisters or cousins dying of heat and, and malnutrition and starvation on the way to where they're going to be to be to go through worse things even oh that is that's just the journey we're not even talking about their destination we're talking about and the film touches on this so well because they show all of the things that happen to the kids that aren't the horrible horrible things they show you the transportation the mm -hmm. tactics used to manipulate parents all of this you get to stare into these kids eyes as this guy's walking into the room and you know what's going to happen you know and then they it's a brilliantly put together movie, but you have to remember, this is a true story, okay? This is a true story. This actually happened. So when you go on the news tonight and you hear people talking about how this is conspiracy and all the rest of it, 
This is backed up with factual court documents. This is an ex-Homeland Security agent. This isn't some mad guy. This isn't like Ron off the internet running around the dark web trying to shut down things. This is a dude who went boots on ground and got results. Sadly, yeah. he then learned about corruption because... Yeah. But my all... question is, why are they censoring it? Okay. Because, because, because it's something that is tied higher up to Hollywood and very powerful people. Well, I just want to say something because I'm going to lose this train of thought. Okay, it go. is amazing that Hollywood is going on a huge strike about getting more money for residuals as soon as this movie started getting traction in advertising because I am shocked, appalled, disgusted yeah. with Hollywood well, because for them, they go on a huge strike worldwide because their residuals are not well, as I, I've as got to stop you there. The strike's been going on for almost four months. The movie came out. Yeah, but now it got, it got their attention as soon as the movie came out because four months ago, we weren't hearing about this. It just came to a head yeah, about a week and a half ago. You could, you could say the, the momentum of how much we've heard was picked up around that time. I will agree with you there. But I fully support all of the writers and the actors. Strike on, my guys, because you're getting bumped out of your streaming revenue. If you can get, if, if somebody can buy Squid Games for $200,000 from some poor guy in South Korea and then make $97 billion off of it, and that poor guy sat there being asked to write season two, I'd be like, fuck off, Netflix. Season two! check baby residuals so i get paula where you're saying and you're kind of tying it in with like uh, uh, well, no i just don't understand the why they're not more raged about it's what's taking attention it's taking attention away it's a media distraction that's what it is it's a media distraction paula that's what paula was saying there it's media distraction okay paula we know you're triggered on this we know i'm triggered on this we need a 60 second cool down michelle continue because i feel like p dina and michelle are like the two cam like they take information in and then they give their opinion on it whereas paula and i are more like just like kicking tables over and throwing things at people because we're talking about kids so michelle take us through how you feel and how it's impacted you and then p that and this is going to be such a funny contrast between the two hotheads above the two of you here well the reason why i'm silent is because i'm not an expert on the okay. subject get me talking about harry and megan and i'm going to run my mouth but yeah. when it comes to this topic to be honest I've, I've kind of been in and out it but to be honest it's like it's so awful that i don't want to be involved in it but at the same yeah. time i want me to be aware of it and i haven't seen the movie i want to see the movie i don't even know if it's playing near me to be honest i know it's limited uh yeah i mean we've all been on tiktok at two in the morning seeing the conspiracy theories about hollywood and it's really made me not like most of the actors that I used to like because there's so many conspiracy theories yeah. about them now that I'm like, the only one I like is Keanu Reeves. Please, Lord, nothing negative about him because I just can't yeah. Listen, but I will say, I will say that um, I like the fact that people like you and Paula are very passionate and that you are in it and you are exposing it because it needs to happen. People like me, I just cry. I, I end up on the floor crying and I'm depressed, but I'm glad there are people like you, Ron, who have made your mission and Paula, you're like a warrior woman. And I applaud you for that. I really do because it's not an easy thing to deal no. with. I've, I've, had, I've had two psychological breakdowns, like legitimate psychological breakdowns uh, yeah. through my whole journey of this. Uh, one after the Hurtcore documentary and then one uh, later after um, lockdown and the whole germy pandemic thing. And it's a real subject, it's a real topic. and 
what you're saying there, it's sad because it's a very important topic, but I can guarantee you if I put a gun to Michelle's head and said, what's the real reason you don't want to talk about this? It's because it's, it's so dirty a topic Right? That if you don't come with all the receipts about these elites we're making like judgments about, you're going to be destroyed. You're going to be, especially if you're a normal person like Michelle. Oh, hi, welcome to Royal Daily Tea. Today I'm exposing all the Hollywood, elite, Hollywood elites. Uh, do you see what I mean? You'd be, you'd be destroyed. Do you know how many death threats on a weekly basis I got? Constantly, constantly death threats, death threats, death threats. We know where you live, all the rest of it. I'm alive and kicking, baby. Don't send me a warning. Just come for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't bother with your warnings. Uh, and and that's when you know you're doing something right. And it's a lot for people to take. You know, you, if, if you were to open up one email and it said, I know where you live, I'm coming to get you, and we're going to profit from your torture on the internet, you'd be like, hmm, actually, Megan and Harry seem like a great topic. Let's go back oh, to that. Death threats over Harry and Megan, though. They even... They even <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the Harry and Megan police. <laughs> Uh, in saying that, I, I take that partially back after hearing Sam's story and how mad, mad things have got with Sam and what trolls can do. But anyway, that's for another day. So, P. Diner, same question to you. I know uh, you're really, really excited to have to be forced to talk about this and all the rest of it. So, how do, how do you feel about it? Uh, your face is telling me more right now. Where you're just like, if I could just kill them all with a hammer, I would do that. But what else? I mean, I can't do anything, Ron. What the fuck are you asking me for? <laughs> I mean, that's 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 where the frustration comes in because there's not anything you can really do, like sitting right here, right now, but speak about it. And I think yep. that's why speaking about it is a good thing because the more our voices are elevated, the louder the message gets, and the more awareness it brings. And then there are the people that are able to activate when they hear and do something about it. And I think people are going to be to do something about it because the voices are so loud and we have to keep just telling our story and speaking and, and saying what's going on out there. I mean, I'm a, I'm a like Michelle because, you know, just hearing about it, I get emotional. I'm, I'm so sensitive to it that I just think that there, thank God that there are people that can physically do something about it, that will go to the the places that I could never dream of going to and actually doing something about it. Because you need these kind of warriors out there to, to be the the voices and the, the strong arms to go out there and put a stop to this. Um, it's just- it's But you are a warrior, Diana, because you also have a charity and you, you, your charity is based on education. And I think that education yeah. is, is a powerful, it's, it's the most powerful tool you can give to yeah. a kid. Educating kids is what I'm passionate about. And that's what I want to continue doing. But at the same time, being bringing awareness through speaking about yeah. it, I think this is also a good thing. So, yeah, thank you, Paula. And, and uh, yeah, that's where I stand on it. Just I, I agree with you on just speaking about it is, is doing something. You know, not everybody has to do what I do or be as you know full on with it as Paula is or anything like that. Um, mm -hmm. But what's interesting is we've had a legitimate, credible individual be slated in the media over his his movie depicting something he actually did, and Fox News turned around and said that it was conspiracy and blown out of proportion, and he's made up statistics. They're going to have to say that to the kids who survived this and are now young adults mm -hmm. and are going to be uh, joining forces with him.
so, you know, Ron, I think a lot of people in the public are woke to it, you know, and people make fun of TikTok. But what I love about TikTok is there's a lot of uncensored news from around the world okay. and people are getting together and talking about it. And that is my opinion why they wanted to shut TikTok down mm -hmm. worldwide that wasn't on the TV. And people talk about stuff. They talk about what's happening in the movie. So that is how I learned about a lot of the stuff. And you do yeah. go from that path. I think it's more to do with China data mining all of America's information. Like I've heard that too, yeah. News spreading, news spreading is a plausible argument. I will be honest with you. Censoring the spread of information is super plausible, Michelle. Like, I'll be honest with you. But Ron, look at Google, look at Facebook. We can have a conversation and you open up your Facebook and there'll be an ad. They're all listening. They're all selling your information. So 100%. Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg's an angel. China, yeah. please, whatever. You want to watch me, honey? Good luck. It's boring. I mean, bring some popcorn. Can I just, yeah. right. Yeah. I just want to say, and I hate to take to, to dive this way, but this has all been prophesied in the Bible. I mean, I'm just going to say, look, we're Peter. just seeing what has been prophesied to happen. Hit okay? me with your religious babble, P. Dinah. Hit me I'm with just saying. the babble. No, give me, give me it. No, 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 please go for it. You know, it's, I do, I do believe that too, Pidina. I mean, all you have to do is the Bible. I'm religious. I'm just not part of the Jesus. Well, but, but this is it. But here's Ron, this is what you have to look at. Okay. The stuff that has been prophesied in the Bible um, has come true. Which version of the Bible? Okay. Okay. I'm I, I'm not even gonna go into the religious. Okay, yeah, let's not, let's not, let's not go. No, but I, I, I completely respect your view and yeah. and, and all you of that. You should read and Genesis. Which version of Genesis? Um, I don't know the <laughs> verses. <laughs> and again, that you're gonna make me swear, and I don't want to swear. Huh? Kind of see all the people that got sent to hell for eating fish on a Friday, right? And since that's okay now, do they all get back into heaven? Well, that, I don't. So that's that's where your your individual religious <laughs> beliefs come into play. Yeah. Because that's not that's not me. That, to me, the message of the Bible is be a decent human being, don't harm others, live your life in the right way. Yes. That's basically to me the biggest message that of the Bible. And that's to me what really religion is about. It's yeah, like I mean, the, I mean, the, the human current version being. of the Bible, sure. Being a being a good person, right? Like, but I'm just saying once they edited out a lot of the Bible and made it palatable. For the modern age. People have false interpretations too of the Bible. And I think that's part of the problem because I hear what you're saying, Ron. Yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying, and I'm yeah. not of that mindset. No, I, I know. You know, yeah. what I'm saying is, is the, real thing that the things that we are seeing in our modern times, yeah. when does it ever get better? When is it ever when does it ever go away? It get, it start, it start about racism. Yeah. Racism is still here. There are still things things have gotten better, but it will never go away. We are just seeing the the the, the downfall of man and 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 who they are inherently. A lot are evil. They're running the world, and these are things that are just going to happen. We have to try to make it better as best we can, but you'll never eradicate it. Mm -hmm. And and I have a reason why it won't eradicate. Right. And I'm not going to talk about that here, but I know why it will never go away. Yeah. Right. It is true, though, that, that a lot of it has been proven. And, and, and to Ron's point, um, I don't believe in the construct of religion. I do believe in God and Jesus and the Bible, but people put religion on it to control people. So I understand where you're coming from. But if you just listen to the, the actual teaching, it's very simple. And just treat people and, and follow basic laws. But Padina is correct, in my opinion. A lot of these conspiracy theories are actually what has been prophesied in the good book whatever book you want to call it.
I mean, sure, but again, can can you give us any examples? And I'm not I'm just throwing, I'm not I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'd, I'd like to be educated on it, and I'd, I'd like to also say I fully respect all of your religious views. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I'm not one of these pers people that fears oppressing people, if that makes sense. So. Okay. Well, well I, I remember being in the '80s where they were talking about how the com the computer chip and how we're going to be buying and selling things. We're not going to be using cash. That's a simple yeah. example. Yeah. Of how in the Bible that you're not. It's that like what was bad will be good. What was good will be bad. Like that, I think that was one of them, but in the term of taking around technology yeah. and how we're using it today, I couldn't fathom sending a fax. Like you could literally take words on a piece of paper uh -huh. and, and make it appear in another country. Uh -huh. Mind okay? blowing. Yeah. I get you. Know you know what I'm saying? So like simple things that are talked yeah. about in the Bible around the technology aspect of things, I okay. think is, you know, but, that Kaczynski yeah. wasn't that way off. If you really read about the things that he wrote, well, who? Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Oh yes, yes. Oh, Paul is off on one. We're talking about the Bible, and now Paul has brought in the Unabomber. <laughs> no, this we're talking about amazing. technology. How he was doing that because he said that technology was destroying the environment, and yeah. how technology was going to take over everything. How here's everybody needed one. to have the here's, latest phone. Here's an interesting one for the Jesus crew. What is the most popular used cellular device in America? The I, iPhone. iPhone. What is the logo of the iPhone? An apple. And what did something happened with an apple in a garden, right? Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Here's a word from our sponsor, Rocket Money. Many of our viewers have saved thousands using Rocket Money to save the money off subscriptions they didn't even know about. Rocket Money cancels subscriptions for people that are tricky and time consuming. Rocket Money also alerts you to subscriptions that can save you money. Try it free for 30 days. Just enough time to try it. And then completely forget about it. In fact, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. You could be wasting money and not even realizing it. Rocket Money helps you find those forgotten subscriptions so you can stop paying for ones you don't use. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com forward slash Sean, S-H-A-U-N. That's rocketmoney.com forward slash Sean, rocketmoney.com slash Sean. Thank you for supporting our sponsor, Rocket Money. Enjoy the podcast. With a bite out of it. But it wasn't an apple. It wasn't an apple. What do you mean it wasn't a fucking apple? Because it was a fucking apple. No, it, it was wasn't. An apple. No, it, was an apple. Wasn't. it was a fruit. It was we a know fruit. it as an apple. It so wasn't. They made their logo an apple. No, it wasn't it an apple. apple. It, was it was not an apple, Ronald. Listen, if I read it on the internet, it's true, okay? It was an apple. No, I always thought it was an apple. It was, it was an apple, right? No, now. it wasn't. Go back and read the scripture. I'm not going to go back and read the script. <laughs> oh, look at you sass fanning me. You are sass fanning me. Oh, that's the rarest of all fannings is a sass fan. But I just want to say how we say that, like when I talk about technology being something good, but then I think it can really be something bad, right? I think it can, it definitely is not something that I think if we look at it too much as a good thing, is it really a good thing? 
I mean, how far, I mean, they're taking over with the jobs. I mean, we have to start teaching young people about jobs around technology now because, you know, technology is the way of the future, you know, with work. And if you don't know how to, you know, operate these basic technologies, I mean, how are you going to be able to get work and to sustain yourself when, you know, that's what everything is going to become? For example, my mother. She can't even go do anything without signing up on a computer. I have parents who are illiterate that can't even put their kids on a computer that are in kindergarten, first grade, but yet they have to be so technology savvy with basic things for me and you, but for them, they're enormous. They don't know how to operate this technology of phone and I got to use my phone. My mom can she just, I'm sure we all carry our phones around with us, right? I went to my mom's the other day. She leaves her phone in one room. I'm like, how can you do that? How can you leave your, room, your phone in one room of the house and you're leaving to go do something somewhere else? And, yeah. and they don't think the way we think, but yet they have to in this day and age. And I think it's going to get so much more advanced, yeah, so much more than we can even imagine. Listen, P. Dana, we're getting into the era, right, of putting on a pair of sunglasses, okay? And then when I walk past you in the street, my glasses will scan your face, yes. bring up your social media rating above your head. Yeah. Anything that's a red flag, all of this. That's where we're, we're joining in. Also, what I find most important is on Wikipedia, the forbidden fruit could be an apple, a pomegranate, a mushroom. Okay, pomegranate. Or a grape. Okay. Okay, I don't give a fuck. Okay, the world knows it is an apple. That's why apple's called apple. That's why they've got the bite out of the apple. It could also be because computer languages are stored in bytes and the apple has a bite out of it. Yeah. All right. Uh -huh. So, but I'm okay. just, when we look at the technology, um, religious um, conspiracy opinion, whatever, when you start delving into all the weird, dark rooted stuff that links to Apple and technology, I completely understand your point and, and your theory on it. Um, so yeah, anyway, We've all been triggered by this movie. You've had to endure yeah. us being triggered by this movie. And I think uh, I'm going to let the ladies talk a little bit about Royal stuff because, I, I mean, we're not live right now, but I assume the comments have been going, what the fuck is happening? What have I tuned in here for? <laughs> Listen, the trailer for um, The Sound of Freedom is down in the description. And I'm going to leave a link to all of the videos uh, on Sean's channel. Sean and I just filmed a video about it today, and he's been talking about it all week. It's super important you understand just how deep the conspiracy goes and why individuals would want to shut this down and why Hollywood, the number one film icon in the world, wouldn't want to back something that helps shut down an industry that damages lives all around the world. I also want to just end this, this topic with uh, the fact that the only president in my lifetime who's made any efforts to shut down these activities has been Trump. He's passed nine, nine or 10 bits of legislation that help to really start shaping a positive future for the children of the world and to shut down the horrible shifting of humans from one point to another. And I think it's very interesting when you look at everything he's had to endure uh, since then. So yeah, anyway. <laughs> Royal stuff now that you're all completely depressed. Let's go. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm going to tell you something because I actually did I just live about it. Because people are laughing at Harry and Meghan okay. for requesting to go on Air Force One and how they were rejected. What people what? are failing to see, yeah, yeah, apparently they Why? were told no. Why would they be on Air Force One? What was Wait, uh, here, here it is, though, Ron. Let's not forget mindset? that that Jill Biden was chummy chummy with Prince Harry along yeah. with with Biden what, Joe true. Biden yeah. president yeah. 
Megan was used for their campaign. Remember when she sat at that nasty bench and said, you have to vote, and we all know who she was aiming for? Yeah. You know that she did the voiceover for that Kamala ad without I'll being be honest with you. I'm saying yes, as if I know all of these things. I don't know any of these Well, things. then, well, right. she did. I believe yeah. you. Okay, the I believe Democrats, the yeah. only way that Meghan Markle could get the private cell phone numbers of Congress women, right. Congress people, to call yeah. them to, to I don't know, um, to, to lobby was yeah. from top Democrats, okay? Because those were their personal cell phone numbers. To get the personal email for the United the, to the United um, United States ambassador to the United Nations in New York, okay. got the personal email. These things are given to them by higher ups, real higher ups. Okay. So why would they not expect a ride on Air Force One when they have contributed and been this tight with Jill Biden and Joe Biden. And what people laugh about them or laugh at them, I'm like, why? They have been, and this is why I say, they have been, expect, they're used to these things. They yeah, are okay. used to because they've been granted these things in the past. To, so them, there is, to them, they don't realize how outrageous their request is. But why would they? Why would it? That's, that that kind of makes all make sense a little bit, Paula, because they're just that far gone that they don't realize that you're not allowed on Air Force One. You're not right. the president of America. Right. I don't think they're that far gone. I, that's the thing I disagree with. And I know I'm going to hear you guys. I don't disagree that they are far gone because Harry has been allowed to claim he's doing drugs in the United States outside in a book, do interviews in the United States advocating and endorsing that while being on a visa which is a federal crime mm -hmm. and his records are still being sealed or denied to the public mm -hmm. whereas it was an average show he would be kicked out and i know many people compare him to justin bieber but justin bieber doesn't go on a worldwide tour advocating or endorsing drug use or or boasting about it like harry did in a book and in interviews subsequently so mm -hmm. i disagree when people say oh they're lunatics that they're expecting to get a hitch a ride on air force one no, they. I mean, they were doing favors. We don't even know they have of how close they were to Jill Biden and Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. So they've been misled by the people that have given them these privileges to think that they could ask and it be granted. But it's a reality check for them that they cannot just get everything that they want. So that's a good thing, right? I mean, that's good that they were told that they could not. And yeah. like, there's a big article that Megan McCain wrote about it, which is really good. Just talking about how you know that you have to be invited, and not only that, that's the American that's the American taxpayer taxpayers claim. Yeah. Like yeah, that's exactly. not something that is right owned by Joe Biden. I mean, he he gets the privilege of using something that's. For the people that the people pay for, private plane is the government claim. Yeah, you don't think this could have been quite an easy? Yeah, don't think this is quite an easy sensationalized headline. Do you think maybe there wasn't as much request as the newspapers are saying? Maybe it was. Uh, oh, do you think we can get on the plane? Oh, no, you can't. And then they've just spun the whole story, being like they were begging to get on because it seems like at this point you could ask Meghan and Harry anything and twist it into a headline, if that makes sense. And I'm not defending them, I'm just saying. Yeah, I see like, what you're saying. Yeah. Like, how much effort do we really think Meghan and Harry took out of their day to ask Joe Biden if they could go on that plane? 
or was it one of their assistants who made a random phone call because Megan was like, I bet you we can get on that plane. Call, call Joe, see what he says. You know what I mean? And then they've just ran with the headline. Who called on their behalf, I'm, I'm assuming. But again, you know, like you, like Paula said, they had a friendship, so they just thought it was no big deal. But it was a state visit on the Air Force One with the sitting president that people have to have a certain security clearance and you have to pay for it and you have to be invited. And he was there for a state event for the Queen's funeral. But Prince Harry, being Prince Harry, still thinks he is a prince of the realm. He's the son of the king, yeah. uh, the grandson of the longest ruling monarch. So, of course, he thinks he's on that level. But they couldn't take him because here's another part. If the Bidens did take Harry and Meghan on the plane, politically, they're now aligning themselves with the yeah. ex-royals. And that's not a, look good, a good look if he's trying to have a relationship with the current king. So by him giving his son a lift, maybe it wouldn't yeah. be a big deal. He couldn't do that because publicly and politically, he's now aligning himself with the rogue royals who yeah. have basically called the royal family racist right mm -hmm. so by doing that he's now aligning himself away from the royals and he as a president has to be neutral yeah I, I, has anybody yeah. told harry that he left the royal family because anyone told <laughs> harry because well i don't think they can because he's still on that royal website well i mean so if, if, I, if, if, if anything i'm blaming the king i'm blaming parliament for not standing strong because they are the ones sending Harry and Meghan a mixed message. message. Because, yeah. and I've been talking about this in all my videos, and people keep saying, "Oh, you repeat yourself, Bella," but I do it because <laughs> until something changes, yeah. and you know, and people they just want to shush you. So you know, let's just forget. Let's not talk yeah. about it. But yeah. Harry, and I've been saying this, he's been getting very amb ambivalent. I saw this movie that's kick-ass with um. It's the gentleman. It's with uh, Matthew McConaughey, and he starts at the beginning with you know how his accent is. Oh my God, his ambivalence is is the is the death of um, of success because you know. Are you simping over Matthew McConaughey right now? Is that what's yeah. happening right now? Are you simping hard over Matthew McConaughey? I think it's weird... not a self. I want to see your internet search history, Paul. I want to see what you're. Oh, you can, you can, you can, you can see a bunch. So, so, but what I'm trying to say is that he is. Um, th th these people are like, they're still on the royal website, and it keeps yeah. getting updated because you know what's the comeback I get in my videos? Oh, but they don't update it. Well, listen, I'm not being funny. No, see, see the prince and princess of, say, I don't know, fucking Turkey or wherever there's a royal family came to America. I would, they would probably come on the, their own version of Air Force One to America for a visit, right? And let's say they then flew from Florida to LA with the president, right? Mm -hmm. I would expect them to take Air Force One, right? And them all to be there and the prince and princess would go with the president and they'd travel together and all that. But we're talking about two people who live in America, haven't done some royal visit, aren't part of the royal family anymore, and are clearly needing no, a memo. They need a memo. Like, we're talking about faxes, Edina. Well, let's get a fax to them, because I think <laughs> we've missed something here. Like, they've left the royal family. They've pooped on the royal family. They've yeah. written books where Harry has ended up in federal court, and now we've seen the hypocrisy of how that's been handled. I'm sorry, have we even heard anything else about the Mail on Sunday case? Like, since we we, done, we covered it, like, five weeks ago, and Paula yeah. was like, you know, I, and I was talking about all these weird 200-year-old rules and regulations and all this crap that no none of us will hear of. Like, it's starting to come to, fru to fruition. And 
don't know if the world is ready yet for an American government or politician to go, fuck off, Harry and Meghan. Fuck off, mate. I think if that happened... I, I, I mean, I just, I just don't think the world's ready for that yet. I, and I think that's why they're being treated so... Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, a, like somebody's kid that you're looking after that just wants to smash the plates in your house and you have to go, ah, no, don't do that, sweetie. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> your mom will be here soon. <laughs> the political correctness, right? Oh. Like, they're still being somewhat political correct. Duct tape the kid up and make him sit in the corner and be like, that's what happens when you smash the shit, okay? You get taped right. up. Don't tape your kids up and put them in the corner if you smash it. There's, there's better ways. But, but I will say this, want... I'm yeah. sorry, I will say this, though, um, to Paula's point, I think the royal family is is actually doing it the correct way. They're kind of doing it in a way where Harry and Meghan are kind of hanging themselves publicly. So the royal family doesn't have to really do anything. They're just doing their job. But I do think behind the scenes, Paula, that things are happening, but not publicly. Because if the royal family immediately came out and said, we're removing you from the website, we're taking away your titles, it's going to look like the royal family's punishing them. For speaking out their truth and that uh, then people will be like see the royal family cut them off they are racist they are they are they're punishing harry for because people still believe all those things they said so by the royal family saying we love you from afar we're including you we're not speaking out against you but we're going to go off and do our royal duties in a way it's kind of the um reverse psychology where harry and megan hang themselves now look at where they are their popularity is in the toilet. They can't blame the royal family for what's mm -hmm. happening to them. The royal family didn't do anything to them. Mm -hmm. To I think King Charles is plotting behind the scenes right now with Harry. Apparently, he has been in contact with Harry, King Charles. And there are talks about King Charles negotiating some kind of separation deal. Okay, let, let, let me put it in a, in a... Hold on. Michelle, have you heard that? Uh, I heard that from Lady C. I don't know if it's true. But wouldn't it make but it would make sense. It would make sense. Yeah. It would definitely make sense because look, that's your son. This is somebody who you want to take care of. You want his well-being. No matter what he's going through or what he's done, at the end of the day, that is your son. And I think Charles has his hands in the the, the betterment of his son's future and those grandchildren. And he is trying to make sure that Megan does not, you know, kind of screw Harry over. And she has a prenup. Nope. Yeah, yeah. No NDA. The rumor on the street is, from what Lady C is saying, I don't know if this is true. I don't think they're at that point yet of negotiating divorce. But I, I do agree with you that Charles is going to come to his rescue, that Megan wants no less than $100 million Because it's going to cost them a lot of money to get rid of that woman. $100 million. NDA. What? Fucking hundred million. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me put it this way: to something that maybe we can we can all come down to. Pidina, let's let's assume. I'm not saying you do. Mm -hmm. Let's assume you had a a, um, a website for mm -hmm. your charity or a Facebook page, whatever. And one of somebody, a former employee, has gone and trashed your charity, your integrity, mm -hmm. and everything else. Mm -hmm. First of all. I don't think, even if it's your brother, your sister, let's put it that it's one of your sisters or a brother, if you had one that you had working with you in your charity or your organization, and this brother or sister goes off and basically trashes your life's work and is 
trashing your company, causing it major damage. Mm -hmm. Would you still keep their name in that website? Now, I understand Charles wanting to protect his son, but the monarchy is not a family farm nor a family business. The monarchy, whether people still don't understand it or not, are a government branch, the highest and more prestigious mm -hmm. one. But at the end of the day, they are a government. If we were it goes, it goes the nice that in the tradition, it's a government branch. The right. is the head of this of the state. He is bound by 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 rules. Parliament has failed it. Harry, I can understand Charles wanting to bring his son back in a private family capacity, but not in a website for the monarchy, because all these crazy things that Harry and Meghan are doing. They're still using the proper titles from the office of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And these titles are linked to the monarchy. They're not using their own public private names. They're not, this is not Henry Mountbatten Windsor or Rachel Meghan Mar Markle. It is the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, which mm -hmm. is representing an institution. If they had done all the crazy things they've done, while using their private names, I wouldn't have a problem, but they're using it. And what's worse is that the monarchy, not, I don't care about King Charles and wanted to bring his son, pay Meghan Markle hundreds of millions of pounds. I don't care. I really don't care. That's Harry. That's his a father wanted to bail his son out. That's I really could not care anything about that. But for me, it's the fact that they're still on an official royal website that represents the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth, one of those countries being Canada. And I, as a Canadian, do not want to see two people who have lied, slandered, in my opinion, committed fraud, being still included. This is like, like having, I don't know, I mean, Nixon representing um, you know, represented in, in, as part of, of the main part of the institution because they're featured heavily on that website. When mm -hmm. that website is only for working members of the royal family or members of the royal family who work for the monarchy. So for I me, it doesn't make any difference to me. Pay Megan a thousand. I don't care. Been removed and it should have just been working royals. It would have been a very easy way to say, hey, just the working royals be on the website and they can still be in the line of succession. Mm -hmm. I do agree with you, Paula, but again, at the same time, for whatever reason, they're still doing it this way, but it's working out for the royal family, you have to admit. I can I can see King Charles like sitting down and being like, Who's my webmaster on the website? Can we get these two numpties off the website, please? Like, I just can't see that being in his mindset, let alone a priority for him, if you see what I'm saying. I, I think it's because he is a perception to the world, right? Sure. And I think there can be a lot of backlash if they start to look like they are retaliating. Of course. Harry and Megan, because it's a slippery slippery slope because Megan is a woman of color and they could easily get momentum behind the supporters of Megan and Harry in America when they see that they have been dissed by the royals. Okay. It can fuel momentum for them to get more popularity because they're being wrong by these racists because a lot of Americans, I'm sorry to say it, believe that the royals are racist. I, I, they just I, I, do. I get, I get what you're saying, but there's two things that we forget here, right? One is the glorious British stiff upper lip 
right? And the fact that they're just letting Meghan and Harry fall on their own swords and they're taking care of that themselves. Second of all, what Paula said about being a branch of government, we're talking about the Commonwealth, okay? The Commonwealth. So they're not only a branch of our government, they're a branch. They, the Commonwealth used to be... I mean, when when, the, when when we left, I think it was India or Pakistan, whichever fucking country it was, I can't India. remember. Like, they just left India uh, out of the Commonwealth. The Indians were like, we're coming with you, man. You're not, you're not just leaving us here with all this chaos. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the Commonwealth was huge. So we need to remember how deadly, powerful, and widespread the British royal family are. Mm-hmm. You, you really, you, you've got to keep it in mind. They're, they're funny. Prince Charles looks a bit funny. He's got mad ears. His fingers are all fucking gone to pot. He's all, you know, big red rosy cheeks. King Charles, we say King Charles. Yeah, King Charles. I mean, they, we all, they, all look, they all talk a bit funny. They all look a bit funny. But we're talking about very, very dangerous people. Like, we're not, it's, it's, not, it's not a joke. And I think in America, a lot of that's overlooked. And I think a lot of the shock as to how they're being treated in America is a result of the highest level people understanding the true repercussions of shitting on these people. And that has to be a factor because the only thing that I can bring to the table as evidence for this is the Mail on Sunday case and the federal case. Those are the only two public documented things with paperwork that we can throw at this and say, well, that's not how they treat me. That's not how they would even treat a celebrity, let alone a normal person. So when we talk about secret legislation from 200 years ago that muggles like us have no concept of, I think that's what we're seeing playing out here. But I think the stiff upper lip and the the Commonwealth factor is... I just want to bring something here. The United States of America is not the majority of the world. The royal family, Mm -hmm. if anything, the, the United States of America is just a little pin drop when it comes to the entire Commonwealth in the United Kingdom, because the majority of the people in the Commonwealth in the United Kingdom don't want them on that royal website. Mm-hmm. I know that the people, I don't care how the people in the United States perceive it. Yeah, no, but, I completely agree with you. I'm not, yeah, I wasn't saying- For example, the queen, the reason why the queen was so respected is because she didn't care about, oh, I'm gonna do what's popular now. If you do the right thing, in the end, People will respect you for it. She done the queen thing. She done the queen thing. I don't know if it was the right thing, but she certainly done the queen thing. You know what I mean? I personally feel like she could have done a lot of good if uh, she just got a grasp on what Twitter was and was, you know, you know, really used her voice for a modern world. I mean, the queen. I would have loved to have seen her sitting having tea, shit posting on uh, political views and all of that stuff. That's what I want to see. That's the queen I would have wanted to have seen. <laughs> Though, let me just say this really quick, Polly. In America, and I know this is different from your perspective, but in America, the way that us Americans see it, and Fadina might be able to back me up, we don't see it as the royal family. We see it as a crappy son crapping on his family. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, that's that's basically what it is. Hold on. So that's why Americans don't like them. Because in America, we like the little guy. Okay? Mm-hmm. You see the movie Rudy? They're like, Rudy, Rudy, the little football player. We love the little guy. Yeah. We like the underdog. So when Harry and Meghan came over, a lot of people embraced them like, oh, you're escaping the evil royal family. Come over here. We'll embrace you. But then when people started to see how horrible they were to both of their families, yeah. Americans are like, nah, sis, that's not it. That's, that's a really good point. Americans, back to my point that they should be removed from the royal website, and I don't think people yeah. are going to about it. Just let Americans, Michelle finish her point here. Let Michelle finish her point here. Yeah, Americans don't see it that way. We see it as these horrible people against their family. And that is where I think a lot of Americans lost respect. That's a really good point. 
And that's my opinion. And I think there's some shift going to happen amongst those in the black community only because Tyler Perry, I think, and I don't know, Michelle, maybe you know that when Megan had came out or it was found out that she had actually told the paparazzi about where she was staying at Tyler Perry's place and she wanted that publicity, then it was alleged that Tyler Perry got really upset because she had outed to the paps where he lived and that she has something to do with it. So there could be a shift amongst even the, the black community turning against her. I don't hear a lot of people speaking out as much for them that are in the black community. So I think this is a big shift for them. You right could now. almost build on what you said there, P. Dinah, by saying it's, it's not even a race thing. It's almost like a, a celebrity culture thing of not doxing other celebrities. If you see what I'm saying, Ooh, you know, Harry Docks and Courtney Cox didn't help, did it? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'll be honest. Like, the the more we started when we started the show, it was real fun for me because I just just don't care. Like these people could live forever or die tomorrow, and it would have such little impact on me. Not you guys, the Megan and Harry. And now I'm just I'm so flabbergasted. Right. right. With, <laughs> I mean, let's just, let's forget everything and just for two minutes talk about the royal mail case that's going on in my country. Because if that was me, this is not how the courts. I mean, for a start, you, how is we still haven't answered the point, Paul, of how we even fucking got into court? You can't just go into the courts and go, "I don't like them." I don't like Paula, Mr. Government. Can we please have the highest court for Paula, please? Because I do not like Paula, so let's go yeah. to court. That's not how it works. That's yeah. what happened. That's what happened. It was hearsay. And it's not a funny court case. This is serious shit. And you, you always start to worry what's happening when you hear nothing. Weeks and weeks of, oh, this is happening. Oh, and well, the thing is that they, they wrapped it up and the, the, the judge has to think about it. You know, they're of course talking about, think about it in September. He'll be thinking about it whilst getting phone calls every week from the fucking the, the SAS department of the, the palace going, have you thought about it yet, Judge? Eh? I mean, <laughs> just, just so you know, how, did you have a nice time with your grandkids last week in South yeah. Area? We've seen, we've seen you from the fucking satellites, pal. We don't need to send a drone. we got you on the satellites, bitch. Think about it, man. That's what's happening. I mean, I'm being that is more. And, and, and the funny thing is that based alone on 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 limitation, statute of limitation, that case should have been shouldn't even have reached anywhere because you know those cases automatically get thrown out because the, the statute of limitation had passed. I mean, I'm more well, concerned about you guys in the evidence. State. That's the ones with evidence, Paula. When they walk in with a stack of papers and go, I know I'm two weeks past the, 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 the cross, the, the cutout point, but look at all the evidence. Oh, we can do nothing for you. Harry goes in there with his word. Yeah. Here we are. And I think for anybody that wants any evidence for the, the stuff that's a bit more mental, me telling you that we need to fear the Commonwealth and all this kind of stuff, you need to look at how the federal case in America is going to play out. And if you're American, take it personally. And if you're in the UK, this case, and take it personally, because... That's okay. not how things are done. This is not. Guys, do you think that Harry's going to win his lawsuit with the mirror? Because a lot of people have said it doesn't look like he is, but he might win on one account because you know he is a royal and he has that little privilege. That's that's what I think. Yeah, he's going to get a little something. He's going to get something. You think? Yeah. So? I think every, every single point against Harry, I think, will be thrown out of court, uh, and then I think they'll be given one little 
you know when you just got to cut off a pinky to save the rest of your body? Like, do, do you know what I'm saying? They're going to cut off a pinky. And, you know, someone might get fired and Harry will be, you know, all over the press as being victorious. And then they'll, that'll be it. They'll be done. Win a dollar like Megan did, who won a pound. Oh, man. Right. <laughs> well, how about you guys? I mean, what, for for example, Pidina, okay. Mm-hmm. How do you guys, well, both of you, Pidina and Michelle, how do you feel about, first of all, the fact that the government is refusing to release Harry's um, thing, the fact that this man has called your First Amendment bonkers, given all this censorship that's going on in the United States. How do you feel about that, Pidina? And also, third question, about the Black community. Is it really turning on her? I don't know. I have to still see because I think with the most recent thing, like I said about Tyler Perry and this whole wanting to go on Air Force One and the whole taxis incident in New York, I I have to still see how people are feeling them because they surely they have to see that these people are crazy. What? But I don't know. They may be giving them excuses, still saying that they're entitled. Why not? You know, I I haven't really got a vibe on that yet, but I'm I'm going to be looking for it to see what do you think michelle what do i think that the black community has turned on them or yeah if any if anything like do they have any supporters in the state i kind of feel like tyler perry would still be on their side you think he would yeah because i think it's very ingrained in certain communities like i have friends who are black and they when i was telling them i do harry megan and i was like look i gotta be honest with you i'm a little snarky and she's like it's fine it's fine and uh she's like but i do think they're racist i'm like Okay, See, <laughs> that's I your but I again, know. it's very ingrained into their society, and I get it. I totally get it. You know, if they have a history with it, that's what you're going to believe. So I still think that Tyler Perry, because remember he came out and said those horrible things. I won't go to England for the, yeah. for, for was it for the baptism because he hates the royal family. But yes, even though he found out supposedly that she gave the paps the address, would that change his opinion of the royal family? Maybe not. I don't know. So that's a very good question. But I do think it's interesting that nobody publicly is coming out at all for their support. It's crickets. It's like, where are your folk? Where are your people? Where are your friends? No one's speaking out. Nobody. Nobody. I think the New York City car chase, in my opinion, really made them look bad. She turned herself into Amber Heard, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But Pidina, also the thing about you know that thing that you just talked about Michelle Tyler Perry being godfather too he didn't mm-hmm. want to have the baptism in the United Kingdom because he didn't want to be around these people because he doesn't believe in the royal family while Megan making sure that both her children especially the little Betty um, had the princess title so Tyler Perry would be godfather to a princess of the United Kingdom so it's okay for him to be a godfather to a princess of the United Kingdom of a family or institution he detests. To me, it's a complete hypocrisy because had it been him, he should have said, you know what? I don't want to be the godfather to a princess. I want to be a godfather to, you know, the girl's name. Yeah, right. Yes, well, it's hypocrisy on his part. And it's just the ignorance of why do you feel like you have to speak so down towards the royal family or their institution and what they represent? Enlighten yourself, learn something, become more knowledgeable, but don't just hate on it just to hate on it. And, I, and it just goes back to my point. 
it's just ingrained in people to assume that the royals are racist people and they don't want to look beyond perhaps maybe Megan is the one who is the one behaving badly. It's this assumption that all people who are privileged and white are racist or, mm-hmm. you know, against black people because they haven't had someone, you know, of color in the royal family. And, and this is their royalty now. This is a woman who is of color who finally has married into this royal institution. And now she's saying that they're racist. And so they feel validated by Megan. They want to, you know, make her someone who is being propped up as their hero because she's validating what they've always assumed about the royals and it's shame on megan for what she's doing because we know it's not for what she's saying they're not racist and she's doing it for her own we all know why right she's doing it but it's it's just a a prime opportunity for megan to be able to to get on this bandwagon and to say what she's saying and to get people to believe her but we have to we have to wait and see i think that it's it's shifting the, the the tide is shifting even that lady from blm came out and said okay they they are liars now she's she's called them out before she was a big supporter and now she knows that they are not who they say they are so let's okay. yeah but if megan if megan if if the if the royal family were that much of a racist, why would Meghan Markle marry into that family? Well, that, I know we speak that and now. Two, yeah. Why did Tyler Perry lend them an airplane? Because I, I, Meghan, I, I, no, because please. Meghan Markle. Why wasn't he helping Meghan Markle when she was a D-list actress, kissing men right. with breath? Why I, I honestly, did he lend her an airplane when she married royal. one of the whitest exactly. representatives of the royal family? Because it's I, the I hypocrisy of it, right? It's, sending a plane I, for Meghan Markle. I, I'm, I'm actually. I'll be honest. The most shocking part of all of this is hearing you guys saying that the royal family are not racists. Okay, because. Growing up with the royal family in this country, next week I'll put together a compilation of things that you might not have seen. It was the princess, the, the, the queen's husband, whatever, what was his name? Prince Philip. Now, all of my opinions on I the know what you're going to say. I have okay, the only things that I have to do with racism in the royal family are Prince Philip. And some of these are wild. We're talking about him going down a line of people shaking their hands, missing out a black dude, missing out a Chinese dude, shaking all the white dudes. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny. I loved it. No, him. it's all. Now, this is. I don't mean this in any like way to dumb down anything, but it's almost like you're watching slapstick racism, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're thinking to yourself, this guy is in a room of cameras, he's being filmed, and he's purposely missing out people of color from shaking their hands. Okay, mm-hmm. this thing, that's madness. So when you Where see was it, this? Where was this? Which I, we haven't seen I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll get the receipts, motherfuckers. I'll get you, <laughs> okay? Well, what I'm going to tell you is the following, because let's keep everything into context. Yes. Way back then, um, it was considered that you, they were not supposed to shake the hands of certain people. And I certain get it. We're talking about the 80s. Have you ever seen an advert for AIDS from the UK in the 80s? Holy shit. It was about fear-mongering. It was a different place. If you were a gay couple in the 80s in the UK, they would out you in the newspapers if you were a famous couple. It was a weird time for the UK, okay? I mean, in Norway, you still get ads for advertising employment. They said, and they specifically say, no Pakistanis apply. (gasps) Damn. Oh, that's fucked. 
Listen, wow. I, I, I don't, I don't want to go too down because obviously. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying that if you're if we're gonna talk about the royal family, the British royal family, let's put things into perspective. That there are other, even in the United States, you have stuff like that. But for some reason, they try to make it as though it's just the royal family. No, no. Racism, believe it or not, is widespread. But for me, the only indications of that came from Prince Philip. So I'm not saying the royal family are racist. I'm just saying there was always this ongoing joke about Prince mm -hmm. Philip in this country. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's more than that, but I can always remember memes, the memes galore of Prince Prince uh, Philip. And that's okay. the only thing I have on the racist thing. Um, not that he's got had any clout in the royal family anyway. I mean, it was... Well, you know, but at the same time, he did the, the Duke of Edinburgh Awards, which was, it, it helped a lot of, a lot of minorities in the United Kingdom. The fucking what, the Duke of Edinburgh? Listen, you know who does the Duke of Edinburgh? Rich kids. Rich kids no, in Scotland. That's who no, that's, that's not about. true. That's not true. What's his name? Uh, uh, Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. He yeah, he's a very, famous. very poor kid. And and, and oh, he... listen, I'm not saying there might be any reasons why the royal family would want to bring underprivileged children from underprivileged parts of the world to this country. I'm not saying there's any underlying reasons why the, they would want to do that. But for me, the only for me. The only people I've ever met, and I'm not saying any of you are wrong, this is just because I'm so fucking privileged. Uh, the only people I've ever known that have done Duke of Edinburgh's have been people from like Edinburgh Academy and stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, we're going to go bloody Duke of Edinburgh this week, boys. You know, we've got rowing and then we've got Duke of Edinburgh. Rah! And there's nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. just, I would have done Duke of Edinburgh if it was available at my school. I'm, I, do you see what I mean? So it's, it's a big thing in a certain tier of the culture in the UK. Here is a word from today's sponsor, Aura. If you Google someone, you can find out all kinds of personal information about them. This information is accessible because of data brokers who profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spammers. You can use my link, https dot dot forward slash forward slash Aura dot com. Aura is A-U-R-A forward slash Sean Atwood, S-H-A-U-N-A-T-T Wood to try two weeks for free and see how many data brokers are sharing your info. Also linked in my description box on this YouTube version or scan the QR code on the screen. Aura also monitors your emails and passwords to see if they were involved in a data breach and exposed on the dark web and gives you the recommendations on what to do. Aura has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need all inside one app. But I imagine across the world it's a charitable thing. But in as far as I'm concerned, man, in the UK, the Duke of Edinburgh is if you know you've got a bit of money. I, Edinburgh. Okay, go ahead, Michelle. Go ahead, Michelle. Okay, so what basically what I'm saying is is basically Americans, a lot of people tend to be not educated. And so what they do is they'll they, they put the history and colonization and they throw it onto the current wars. All the racist because of colonization oh, okay. years ago. And it's like but have you seen the actual royal family, what they've done for people like the Prince's Trust Foundation helped over 1 million people of color, disadvantaged people that King Charles did himself, started with his own paycheck, but no one wants to talk about that. Well, he's racist. Well, Nobody, listen, there's a reason why you have Turkey Day now, okay? People put history, I'm a white person, but am I responsible for everything that a white person has done? No, you can't, you can't. Of course, 2023, Michelle, of course you are. Of I'm course like, you are. So the they get docked with everything. And so Megan blindly says they're racist. People go, yep, that's right. Because 300 years ago, colonization. It's like, no, you can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, American person who's thinking this way. Have you read a history book? 
have you seen how your country was built? Mm. I mean, we invaded it thinking that it was India. That's why your native people were called Indians, because mm. we thought we were in fucking India. And we were like, hmm, this doesn't look like India. You guys have got some nice wildlife here. The weather's not bad. Hey! You know what's funny? Everyone has a bad history. Every single, there's mm. everywhere in the world. Africa has slavery. Yeah. Everyone did. It's not just America, but people like to blame America. No, but- no. Portuguese invented it, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure the Portuguese invented it and the Indian taught the Africans about it. I'm sure the Africans were actually enslaving the Indians. I might have got that the wrong way around. But the history of racism is mad. Slavery, sorry, is mad. Like, yeah. it's so, so mind-blowing. But people like to pigeonhole it to one group of people, especially rich people, right? And so they do it with the royal family because it's an easy target. It's an easy yeah. target. It's the same with America. They're an easy target, too, because of, yeah, you know. We did everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you literally, in the whole grand scheme of being a country, you've only been here for about 10 minutes. You know, you, right, I, yeah. I, there's roads that are older than your country here. Right, so I think yeah. that's why a lot of people like to throw things at America. And there was something that came in the news uh, about uh, fossil fuels powering uh, a lot of the electricity in India and how there was a big, uh, huge um, global crisis meeting about it because they had never had the ability to power uh, their country in this way before. And their point was, you know, why should they have to um, fall back on more expensive technologies when America and the West were built on cheap fossil energy? And it was kind of like, well, that's quite an interesting argument because when America are saying, hey, don't be burning that coal, India, it's like, well, what other options is there? And how can you really put forward that argument when you look at the West, not just America, all of the developed countries in the world, and how we've built it on cheap energy and, and, and cheap labor, sadly, and sometimes horrible free labor. But it's, it's, it's an interesting topic and an interesting sort of global perception when, it look, when we look at uh, topics like this. And like I say, the only thing I can chime in on the racism thing is the Prince Philip thing. And yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, Pidana, I heard from a very good source, and you know which source that is, that the Netflix thing is about to be canceled completely. Oh, me. I figured as much, yeah. Well, I mean, you know my friend, you know, right? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's giving me spot-on info that um, they don't want to do anything with Meghan Markle. Wow. And they're yeah. cutting down completely. I mean, the reason why Bill Simmons was able to say those things is because you know that when Bill Simmons said that, from Spotify is yeah. because they're all all the powerful executives. They talk to each other. It's well, very, um, yeah. And then yeah. my friend told me that they are completely canceling Mega Marvel. So my question to you is the following: I heard that Tyler Perry bought some networks or something like that. Mm-hmm, BET. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to hire Mega Marvel? <sighs> wow. Someone well, is- here's the thing: that's Someone. a black entertainment television channel. Megan will have to go full black girl, okay, if she wants her celebrity. I don't know how bad she wants her celebrity. That's a good question, Paula. It's a really good question. I know there's opportunity for her there. Yeah, personally, I hope TLC are the one that get her. I hope it's the shittest, like, 90-day fiancé level reality show. That's what I want for Meghan Markle. I want the divorced, single mother... Who's moaning about thirty million a year, not being enough, moping around in misery because she's yeah. fucking. She, the reality of Meghan Markle. Yeah, you know? but the thing is, Pidana, bunching on your point, do you think that Meghan Markle wants to be associated with black television? Um, really, I because think 
her. When she sees there's no way in the other way, she most definitely will do it. That's what I was going to say, but just less poetically than you. I think she'll be interested in it if there's an interest or if she's backed up into a corner and that's her only option. She's going to, you've got to understand, this woman is going to burn every bridge possible. Yeah. And I will be honest, she'll she'll be contacting South Korean networks. She'll be contacting (laughs) fucking like Russian networks being like, hey, come on, put me, give me. Yeah, she will. One thing that we've not really picked up on when when Paula said that Netflix were considering canceling her. Why in the world do you think that they would cancel that show? It's certainly not to do with the toxicity of Megan or how much shit they're getting because people will hate watch. I know so why. What's going on in the background? I the know why. The facilitators of cuties, right, are so afraid of putting out. Sorry. But what do you think, Dinah? Well, I think the reason why they're going to cancel her is because they're not doing what Netflix wants her to do. Netflix is pushing her to do the reality show. They want to do a camera on the wall, how you're living inside your house. Oh, Reality. Okay. And they don't want to do that. And because oh, every yeah. idea that, that Netflix is pushing on them to do, they're not doing it. They're like, no, yeah. we want to do this. Yeah. But Netflix is saying, we don't want what you yeah. want to do. We I, want you to do X, Y, Z. Because remember, when they first came over here from the royal family, they were telling them, look, we, we are in with the royals. You know, I'm royalty. You know, yeah. I can give you, you know, behind the scenes access of the royals. Mm-hmm. And now that they can't do that, Netflix is like, okay, you're royal, you're in America. Let's, what can you do? Because there's yeah. an interest there. There are people that I would watch it. Wouldn't you watch if they had cameras in their home? Yeah. How they raise their children? If it was Megan alone, no. If it was no. with Harry, yes. Uh, yeah, yes, we, that's what I mean. Their family. Whole, yeah, whole, but Harry, th- this is just to, to, to fi- fine tune your point, Pidaina. Mm-hmm. I can give you the info that it's not that Meghan Markle doesn't want to do the reality show. It's Harry who doesn't want to do it. And they well, don't yes. want to do it. Exactly. Harry, will be Harry doesn't want to do it. Of course. He doesn't want anything to do with Hollywood. Why do you think he's going nah, to Africa? I'm telling you, Harry doesn't want anything to do with Hollywood in his own home. Because if we believe what we know about the substances, could you yeah. imagine a flat? Could you imagine the shit on the cutting room floor and the NDAs that would be signed? Because if Harry's off his tits, and as I believe, Meghan controls him through, you know, outing him for his level of what we call in Scotland awareness, or how much, you know, how you know, how off your nut you are on a regular basis from medicating. There's a good possibility that Harry really, really, really can't have cameras in his house because of how how excessive that is. I mean, that's plausible. I think it has to do do with the fact that Penina is right and Paul is right. Harry doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't want to be Hollywood. But also, I don't think he wants to take any more jabs at his family. And Netflix is only interested in the dirt. That is the whole reason why they got signed. They don't care about their creative projects. Pearl was canceled. Heart of Invictus, we don't even know when that's going to air. She's trying to work on that remake of Mrs. Hammershin called Bad Manners. But now there's the writer and actor strike. And I think you guys are correct that their contract is ending in 2025. I think they're going to let it go. They don't have the money to waste on Harry and Meghan. The only thing Harry and Meghan can produce is the royal drama but they keep saying, well, we're not going to talk about our family anymore. But that's the only thing that people are interested in. And that's in. the only thing they can do that's right true. now because of the strike. They're going to pay for the stupid stuff. Right. They right. want the goods. And Harry, in my opinion, is like, I'm done. He's I'm done. done. And, and, and once again, to the point, they can only do reality television now. 
Yeah. And that's because of the strike. So Correct. they need to make the money, do what they need to do for Netflix, because that's the only way they can actually go into production right now. They can do reality shows, because I don't think that's union. Harry was supposed to go off to Africa to do a documentary. But he is in Africa. Is that on hold now because of the strike? Because he is in Africa. I don't know if he's uh, back now. I have to ask my friend, but he was in Africa. Uh, which is why we haven't seen much of him, but he was in Africa, from what I understand. He was still about what day today? Today's Friday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As of Wednesday, he was still there because he's having issues with Sente Vale, because one of their main CEOs quit. Quit. Yeah. And um, he's very good friends with Jeremy Clarkson, who, who wrote that famous article about Meghan Markle. And when this guy quit, this guy basically managed everything. And the prince that he's associated with, who, who he started Sente Vale with, is now also questioning things because he doesn't want this on Netflix for money making. Money. Yeah. You know, and then, so he had to go to Africa. I don't know if he had to go there to to discuss these things because the guy was not very happy. I don't know if he's back, but this is where he is because the people from the, the prince, you know, it's questioning everything because he doesn't want to use them now to make money. Yeah. yeah. And and the thing is that what, what I told you about before Pidina is that Megan signed them up for a reality show without Harry knowing, thinking that she controlled him like that and he would go mm -hmm. along with it. Mm -hmm. But it was her the shock of her lifetime when he said, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So this is why they've been scrambling. And you know, my friend that I told you about, they, this is what they've been trying to convince them. And because the network executives do not want to do a reality show just with Megan. They want Harry. Oh, I would have paid good That's money to see Harry. Unless she brings out the kids, and I don't think Harry would be down with that. No. Even the don't want the kids. They don't want the kids um, uh, because even the kids are not that interesting. Meghan Markle is not that interesting. Her life is basically surrounded by D-list people, Abigail Spencer, this hairdresser. Unless, unless she's going to reconcile with her family. If she, if she broke away from Harry and then went to Netflix and said, hey, I'll do the reality show and I'm going to rekindle with my dad and my brother mm -hmm. and my sister. I bet that fucking narcissistic twisted bitch has sat and thought that. I bet she, she refused I'm doing a phone call here. It has I, been put forth to her. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And she has refused it. She says that she no longer has a father. Okay. That uh, that her father, uh, that, you know, her father's no longer around. This is a woman who's absolutely narcissistic, vindictive. Uh, she much, and she's not smart. I hate it when people say she's smart because if she were smart, she would not be in this predicament. That's right. No, no, the thing is, the thing is, when you mix intelligence and narcissism, you get a different outcome because you're assessing her if from an intelligent point of view. Why would she do this? Can she not see it coming? But when her narcissism is in place, we're talking about, you've got to understand, at no point in her head can she fail or consider herself in the wrong. And it's difficult for us as non-narcissistic people to assess that because it's so foreign to us not seeing the problems. She doesn't see the problems because why would she believe that she's a problem or, or anything? It's it's really messed up, Paula. There's a guy called Richard Grannon. He's been on Sean's channel a few times. He's a specialist in narcissism and all of this. And when he breaks down, 
the mindset of a narcissist and gives you a, like a scenario you can relate to. Mm-hmm. You start understanding that you can't win. There's no winning with a narcissist. You, there's, it's impossible. Yeah. So I would, like I was just going to say, I would have paid good money to see the conversation where Harry put his foot down to Meghan and said, I'm not doing the reality show. Guarantee you a couple of family heirlooms were smashed that fucking night. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Duchess of the 1720s, like Silver yeah. Spoon would have been rattled, rattled off some tables. She will have lost her mind. You know how desperate she is? She pitched to do the reality show with Doria. Oh my gosh. And it was still turned down. Whoa. So, because my friend, my my friend's unfortunate task is to. Don't go into it, Paula. Don't go into it. it. What I'm saying is like, um, it's, it's, it's something that is very. I've seen narcissists that are smart. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. Michelle Obama is a narcissist, but she's also, she's, she's smart enough to know. And she, and she, she uses things for positive because you can be a narcissist and hide it and use your thing for pop for positive stuff. Because I mean, Michelle Obama is making a lot of money out of doing good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get you me know? wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that all narcissists are the same. I'm just saying in Megan's case, she's her narcissism and her intelligence don't go in hand in hand like yeah. if you were a normal thinking person with a high intelligence. It's even different when you're lesser on the, the, the celebrity scale too, Paula. I think it, a lot of it depends on how many eyes are on the narcissist with, with how much they can get away with, if that makes sense. She's got a bad case of it. Let's just say oh, that. Oh, <laughs> She's got oh, a bad case of narcissism. Oh, I would have loved to have seen the pitch about her and Doria. I mean, you've seen the cringe, the cringe <laughs> wave that just hit the whole panel when you said that. I'm not even involved in this as much as you guys, and I felt fucking cringed out at that. And, and Prince William is going to New York. How do you guys think he's going to be received? Oh, he's going to be loved, and I'm going to go there. I talk about my video today. Hell yeah. Tell us all about when your route trip. Going about your I might go to New York. For New York, I might go. Where? where, where yeah, is- it's going to be uh, It's in September. And I'm actually going there already for something else, for my charity. And I'm like, oh. what? He's going to be there in September, the weekend. I'm going to be there. I'm going, just like I went when he was in Boston. I'm going to be there. Oh. Listen, don't, bring America, don't bring royals to America, because, honey, I'm going to be there. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah but what what date in November? What date is going to be there? He's speaking to the General Assembly, and let's just say that's going to be a full house, not like, remember when Prince Howie sat yeah. there like an empty audience. Now, I believe it wasn't in session, but that was embarrassing. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you know that point when he went to Boston and Biden came, take, took a little bit of a detour, and we saw Prince William walking? I mean, that man knows how to walk. Oh, my God. And he knows how to wear a suit. Oh, my God. Lord. You are a fucking hardcore simp. Paula, I'm telling you, man, if all of these people had OnlyFans, you would be contributing hard to No, because he's gorgeous looking. I mean, this man, my God, this man, the way he walked towards Joe Biden, and Joe Biden is all excitedly waiting for him to shake his hand, you know? It's- oh, yeah. I mean, I get hot and bothered every time I see Prince William. I got to agree with you. He's a handsome dude. 
Uh, I did a TikTok of him on the polo field, just a little TikTok of pictures, you know, and I posted them. I got like over 51,000 views on that, you know, it's like. All I'm saying is if we just took a headshot of him and took him to a panel of women who had no idea who he was and put him up against other dudes, I'm thinking he's ranking down low in the looks area. You're, you're, you're just, you're, you're caught up in the whole he's a prince thing. Secretly, you want to be a princess and you want to marry William and that's okay. That's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. It's okay. You're no, no, no. I love him. I love him. I, I, I love tell. him dearly. Your love is blind. Okay. You Your know, love I, is I'm going to tell you something, guys. I did. I did. Um, I did an interview yesterday with a big U.S. Um, channel. Okay. I was shocked that he did not know that Meghan Markle had committed perjury in the United Kingdom, and that he did not know that she had to apologize to the U.K. courts. He did not know about the emails between. Meghan Markle and Jason Kanoff was part of evidence about that. He yeah. did not know that she was previously married. Who are you talking to? I can't say here. It's, you know, it's like, oh, remember the, the, the email I sent you? The email I sent you? Oh, no, no. The guys, the telephone number I sent you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Paula, a lot oh, of people okay. don't know, Paula. People in America don't know. They don't know the royals like Padina and I do. It's not common knowledge here. Oh. That's why it's easy for them to fool people. Yeah. They don't know. My it's own. The royal family so means. No, but he didn't know she'd been married before. She, he didn't know that there was a court case in the United Kingdom. It sounds like you were talking to me. It sounds like you're talking to me, Paula. It sounds like this guy is research. If you, if you want to ask me, you're telling me. Uh, but again, every, every time we sort of discuss uh, these two and we look at and we kind of we kind of touch deeper and deeper on things we've, we've touched previously and expand on them and the madness of the situation i, I keep talking about but seeing now the cancellation starting of megan right that's something i'll be honest with you i didn't think was going to happen right if i'm being honest uh, i thought somebody was going to come along with a contract and cash in on on the drama and the madness but the fact that harry's put his foot down i think we're going to see maybe a new era of Harry now because he shot all over his grandmother. He left the royal family. He moved to another country. I'm not saying that uh, he's an adult and makes his own decisions, but he was whipped, whipped by this woman. Okay. And uh, here we are now. And are we about to see the, are we, are we criticizing Harry? Is this just a guy in love? dedicated to his wife and his family. Ladies, would you not like a guy willing to walk away from royalty just for you? Are we being he too hard? He didn't want to walk away, though. He didn't want to walk away. He Let said very clearly that So are we looking at a guy who has just come to the end of his tether with a woman that you love? Yeah. The have come off, and I believe, in my opinion, in my last video, I said the dynamics have changed. You know, in every relationship, there's always one person who's more dominant than the other, and it's been Megan, but he was a passenger in that car and she drove it off the cliff. He let her attack his family. But I think five years later, he's kind of sitting back realizing he married someone he doesn't know because I think she was an illusion. He fell in love correct. with her. Yeah. And he, Paul is correct. He never wanted to leave the royal family. He said on his interview, I was, I explained to her what she's taking on with the royal family and that it, that's why his other girlfriends didn't last. 
He didn't say I was looking to, to go to Hollywood and make a Netflix series. Oh, she saved yeah. me. He didn't say that. He said, I was looking for someone who understood what she was getting into. And Megan sat there with her fake little, uh-huh, and I'm giving up my career, uh-huh. And I'm like, please, your career was already over. So in my opinion, he kind of got his royal jewels out of her handbag. And he said no to her. And now they're having fights. And Paula and Padine, I think you guys are correct. He's telling her no. And that's not good because no one tells Megan, Megan no. Mm -hmm. And they are fighting behind the scenes over which way to go with their career. And I think Harry, who was the golden prince, the golden child, he's not used to being unliked. And now he's kind of stepping back and realizing, well, we could have been like William and Kate. Everyone hates me. He has no country, no family, no friends. Money's drying up. They haven't signed a deal since 2020. And people think they're Amber Heard. After that New York City car chase, they look like idiots. Yeah. Opinion. I, I do think there is a separation, and I think Harry is kind of separating himself away from Megan. The problem is, I don't think Megan is going to be the one to pull the trigger because she needs Harry. She is nothing without her marriage to Prince Harry and her ties to the royal family because she has become the global icon that she thought she was going to be. And if he divorces her, she's going to become so irrelevant. The only thing she has is that huge divorce settlement and those kids. That's her backup plan, in my opinion, because Hollywood isn't working out. So either she bags another rich dude and gets a huge divorce settlement, or she keeps the fake fairy tale with Harry going yeah. enough for her to land more deals. Yeah. But I don't think she's going to get them. That Emmy yeah. stub was a big deal because Padina, I don't know if I'm correct, but they were kind of a shoe in for an Emmy nomination because they were well known. It was a documentary category, which is not a big category. Mm -hmm. They didn't even get a nomination. Yeah. And she's blaming now the, um, her agent because they didn't promote it in trying to convince more people to vote for them and, uh, really upset that they're the reasons why she didn't get the nomination because they didn't promote it. Like there's always another excuse around why something didn't go her yeah. way. But then, you know, like I was going to, I was going to ask you this because I, I, you know, you worked in Hollywood and stuff like that. So it's, it's, um it's a funny thing when, 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 because um I, I was talking to somebody and they were saying that uh, she's still, trying to Andy Cohen still trying to get her into the real uh, real housewives of Beverly Hills or something like that oh, okay. and everything that she's asking for um because she wants to be more than everybody and blah 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 and you know you have big egos in that show and yeah. you know they're not gonna let somebody who they consider a d-lister like Meghan Markle you know come over because they don't see her as as a big celebrity you know yeah. mm -hmm. so uh, do you think, honestly, that Meghan Markle has any chance, or if she divorces Harry, that she will claim that he's racist? Because I am sure this woman has been filming Harry through some really highs when he's high or yep. being nasty. Do yep. you think she would leak that footage? Because we can see that Harry has been portrayed in a negative light we've seen Megan trying try to convince him not to write spare yeah you think people use their race card and how do you think how willing do you think the black community would embrace that theory from her i don't know that she would use the race i think she'd be more about the drugs 
I think you go with the abuse angle. I think she'd frame it as go with psychological abuse. domestic abuse. Because, and not being good father because he does take drugs. The kids would yeah. be in danger. I don't know that she would use the race card. You don't? Because don't forget that Harry just went and denied on a national and a worldwide television thing interview he did with Tom Bradby that... That when did you hear Megan talk about racism? Right, yeah, yeah. So he basically denied her victimhood because every, she's known in the United States because she's portrayed the royal family as, as racist. And yeah. here we have Harry saying, "No, that's not the case." So they're basically at odds with that thing. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that the, yeah. because I think even it's, the black community in the United States took notice of that. They went like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I too. That's that's a good one. I'd have to see how. This pans out because you know it's going to get ugly when they go to get for divorce. It's going to be you thought what we were already talking about was bad. Wait till they go for a divorce. I uh, I don't know. I have to think about that some more. I'm thinking it's more about yeah, Harry and the drugs and because if he were really racist, racist. I mean, would he have married her? Would he have fought so hard to? Be it get be on her side to get away from the royals that he says are racist. I think she would do. I really doubt. But that. don't forget that while she was talking to Oprah, she said that Harry didn't help her with anything because she said nobody helped her while having Harry there. Yeah, but she won't call him racist. She'll call. She'll make other things the bad things about him. Yeah. Now, yeah, I, you don't think she'll? I think she will use it heavily because. I think she will go like, wait a minute, you know, he knows that her family was racist, but now that he wants to divorce me, it's because of the race card, because then he defended the royal family, that they're not racist, and look, he's got this thing, he's done these things, yeah. you know, you don't think yeah. he should say it at all? I doubt it. I think she's going to use the mental illness, I'm yeah. a victim, I was, yeah. but I then he carried up everything for Megan. He dumped everything, and he's out there suing the world for Megan. So really, he's like her knight, knight in shining armor, right? So but she Megan gave it up all for him first. They what? Don't you remember that she gave it all up for him first? Don't you remember Oprah? Oh I yeah, career. I career. gave up this. That's yeah. true. Yeah, man. All I'm saying, if you say no to your wife and she's so crazy, you've got to go to fucking Africa. Right to get away from the fallout, there's a problem in the household. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. And also, and also, Pidina, if it's going to South Africa, and as you say, Meghan Markle is a woman of color, wouldn't it make more sense to bring her along? Yeah, but she don't want to go to Africa. But she can say that Harry didn't want her to come to Africa. I don't. You can spin it. I don't want to go there. She I think that from a PR company point of view, which she will be taking advice from after a divorce, they would spin it under domestic abuse as a safer option than potentially alienating herself by using the race card. And I just think that's. I'm saying that's fucking Meghan Markle. Who knows? She might say that Harry's been abducted by aliens. Who knows? She says a lot of things. But is yeah. there anything else, ladies, that you want to touch on uh, before we sort of wind it down? It was a good talk, though. I really enjoyed yeah. this. Yeah, we, I thought it was a good one today. And again, just, uh, we've had some fun, but just recap into what we were talking about at the start. Make sure that I'll leave a link in the description to the trailer. Uh, make sure you, you, if you get a chance to see this in the cinema, make sure you see it. But if you have to see it online, see it online. The important thing is you watch it, spread the message. <clears throat> and... Yeah, you'll see a lot of people when you talk about it and you try and tell them about it that they'll recoil. And, you know, you just you just have to, uh, 
you know, put it forward in a way that's palatable for people so that the message can be spread. But ladies, anything else you want to add today to our viewers before? Yeah, uh, I just want to say something here. Meghan Markle can hire the best PR people in the world, but she doesn't listen. So no, this yeah. is why her PR and her thing fails, because she doesn't listen. What do you think, Pidina? I think she doesn't listen. That's the problem. She she thinks she knows all the answers and she doesn't know anything. Look at where she's at now. She Not has true. she has a problem. She doesn't want to listen to people. She doesn't yeah. want to learn anything. She doesn't want to try to better herself, show humility, be a better person. And I think that hard smackdown is what she needs so she can start to learn something. Just, you know, that's what's coming her way continually. More smackdowns. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh she's gonna be getting a smackdown from Catherine. That's in my video that's coming out. Uh check it out. Catherine and Megan are at war. Yeah. Apparently. Well, yes, because well, you just have to watch my video. Yeah, exactly. There'll be links to everyone's channel down below. Make sure you go yes. and support everybody. Michelle, anything else you want to add before we go? Um gosh. No, I've just had you a really this buy Michelle's new merch. That's, that's for your resume. And buy mine, buy mine, buy mine, buy mine too. Buy all the mugs. You want all the mugs. Okay? I'm going to be here with you guys. And, uh, you know, it's always interesting. You never know what you're going to talk about. And, um, you know, Harry and Megan keep us very interested, very busy. So. It'll get worse when they get divorced. If we've been talking about them now, this is going to be like Amber oh. Heard divorcing Amber Heard. This is going to oh. be epic. It's just going to be, it's gonna right, be view mining, view mining all the way through the divorce for us, ladies. So, listen, thank you very much for watching, everybody. Thank you very much uh, for joining me, ladies. And make sure you subscribe. From me, Ron Swanson, as always, be safe out there, guys. And make sure you subscribe to Sean Atwood's channel down below. Red button. Give it a click. Thank you. And we'll see you on the next time.